You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As always, I want to give a shout-out to all our sports byline affiliates around the country and around the world to the service men and women out there listening on the American Forces Radio Network. Getting a little taste of home from your boy, helping you win your leagues and win that cash. As usual, I got my boy, Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos keeping it so hot that we sweat steam and we got a great show for you here on a monday i'm telling you it kind of feels like summertime for so many reasons we're switching gears here on the fantasy freestyle we're going to be starting some things today that we're going to be doing all summer long first of all as usual i'm going to be giving you my starting lineup what starting pitchers you need tonight to win that cash in dfs baseball also i am going to be starting going around the league in the nfl and spotlighting a different team every day today it is the Los Angeles Rams if you remember I did a spotlight on every baseball team before the baseball season now that you know the roto experts were given the uh, fantasy football package things like that I'm going to start giving you what you need for fantasy football as well and like I told you if you listen to fantasy freestyle you know we did the uh, greatest tv show of all time brackets back then in March we are starting today the greatest sports movie of all time we have matchups in the football and in the baseball movies region so Keep an eye out for that. I'm also going to talk about there was a little controversy in that fight that took place on Saturday uh, between Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalev. So we're going to get into that as well. If you want to get at me this hour, you can here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network by calling 844-843-6879. As always, you can check us out on Twitter as well at FNTSY Radio with our poll questions at Spittin' Speeds. You could always follow me, ask me any questions, get them read on the show as well. Today, like I said, we're doing the Rams preview, so let us know what you want to do about that. We also got some big-time movie matchups starting in this greatest sports movie of all time. But when we come back, we're going to get into my starting lineup, news and notes from around Major League Baseball, and what starters can help you win your leagues and win that cash tonight. It's Dane Martinez Speeds, the Spittin' Statistician, here on a Monday on Fantasy freestyle on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network hey this is greg sussman and every day at 1 p.m eastern i don't just get to hang out with my buds my pals my guys my friends no every day at 1 p.m eastern i get to hang out in the dude palace with my best friends forever and we we don't just talk about baseball no we break down our teams our leagues and we talk about what you guys are talking about and, and wrestling too. Every day, 1 p.m. Eastern to Fantasy BFFs here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez holding you down on a Monday. Yo, there was a monsoon earlier today here at Rock and Riley's outside here on Studio 34. We got this nice little roof deck patio. It's been the summertime and people were, uh, you know, hanging out and enjoying themselves here at a happy hour time, but not today. Today, we got like my phone went off because we had like a weather emergency. You know this? Like, and now everybody in the room's phone goes off at the same time because there's like a flood watch or something but hopefully everybody out there is all right but uh news and notes from around major league baseball real quick because we got to get into our starting lineup here on a monday we got 11 games on the slate red sox second baseman dustin pedroia was hit in the hit by a pitch in the seventh inning last night okay he actually was cleared to travel with the team he did make the trip with the red sox however he is listed as day to day he got plunked in the rib cage the uh rays look like they may be getting some help coming back soon to tampa bay they may by the end of the week activate former closer brad boxberger as well as catcher wilson ramos remember ramos was signed in the offseason after he hit over 300 for the nationals last year the atlanta braves first baseman freddie freeman who as we know is dealing with that wrist injury he played catch for the first time in over a month they still say he is still another month away but it is encouraging sign that he's sort of beating some timetables of his rehab also mri came back clean on the wrist of Cubs super utility man Ben Zobrist. He may be activated from the disabled list by the end of the week. Also, going on the disabled list for the Cleveland Indians is outfielder Michael Brantley. Brantley last week was put on the paternity leave list, okay, for the birth of a child, but now they're moving him from the paternity list to the 10-day DL because of an ankle. Um... Brantley had a very nice start to the season, has since cooled off. You wonder what kind of roster manipulation is happening right here with the Cleveland Indians. And a sad news to pass along, the Yankees... You know, stud prospect Gliber Torres um, got injured sliding into home in a in a uh, A game on Sunday. He is going to have Tommy John surgery. A lot of people thought that the Yankees were going to be calling up Torres at some point in the summer. That is now not going to happen this year. Gleyber Torres is going to have Tommy John surgery. All right, keeping it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle. You know how we do by now if you listen all the time because this show, we hold ourselves accountable. Not like some of these other people that just make predictions and then just go back on them, whatever the case may be. Uh, your boy Speeds owns up to what he did and over the weekend I told you about some people that you could have used to win that cash I had some hits some misses let's go through them on Friday I told you the way to go was to pay up for Max Scherzer that he does incredible against the Mets that he was worth the 12400 and he was he threw eight innings giving up only one run striking out 10 as the Nats beat the Mets 7-2 to on Friday I also gave you a guy in the 8000 range that I thought was going to be good because he had seven or more strikeouts in five of his last six starts. That was Alex Wood. He didn't get you the seven Ks, but he did go eight innings and only give up one run as the Dodgers won three to one against the Reds on Friday. Wood is now 7-0 and on the season. Check him out in season long as well. I'm sure he is well-owned. On Saturday, though, remember, I like Marcus Stroman because he was a righty going against those piss-poor Chicago White Sox against righties, and they were against Mike Pelfrey. I was wrong, though. Stroman got you a quality start, but he did give up three runs in seven innings, only struck out five, and interestingly enough, they lost to the White Sox and Matt, uh, Mike Pelfrey in that game. I also like Zach Godley. He was only okay, did get you the eight strikeouts 
did not get a quality start, though, in his effort against Philly. And then I told you, you could always go Strasburg. He only, though, went five and a third, only, you know, only struck out five. Did get you a win, but you probably could have done better. Hopefully you didn't pay up for Strasburg on Saturday. And on Sunday, listen... Listen, I've been telling you about my man Robbie Ray. I have been on the bandwagon. I have basically been the conductor of the bandwagon for Robbie Ray. He had a start last night, yesterday, against Philly in Philly. Did not have his best stuff. Did strike out seven, but only went five and a third and gave up four runs. Those seven strikeouts you still like, though. Um, Moving along, though, you got to ask yourself for tonight, where are you going to go? Listen, I got some things to tell you tonight to try and win that cash here on a Monday. Remember, first of all, that Cleveland-Baltimore game delayed at the start. Hopefully, you uh, listen to the DFS lineup lock show because Benny Riccardi and Tony Sincata were talking about that. They also talked about how the Astros lineup was not yet out, so that stack may be low-owned. Uh, we're going to get back to that when we talk about our pitchers as well. Tonight is a Clayton Kershaw tonight. He is at home against the Mets. You know, of course he's worth it. He's always worth it, but he's going for 12500 tonight on FanDuel. And, you know, you don't make any money going against Clayton Kershaw and DFS. But I will say this. You are never going to get guys like Yoenis Cespedes at 2700 Michael Conforto at 2400 Jay Bruce at 2300 I don't think you could. But if you really want to zig where someone zags in a tournament play, I mean, have at it, Hoss. If you want to stack against Clayton Kershaw, you wouldn't get him any time cheaper than you would get those Mets today. I like John Lester today against the San Diego Padres. He's at home at 9,900. The Padres continue to have the worst offense in Major League Baseball down there in San Diego. They have the worst runs in the Major Leagues, only 256 so far this year. But here's my off-the-radar pick for you tonight to win some cash. I'm going to be throwing a couple shekels in a lineup with Brad Peacock tonight, going at only 7,200 on FanDuel at Oakland. You know I like this change in ballpark factor if you go to Oakland. I was watching a game uh, this weekend when the Yankees were there in town and was once again seeing how much that foul territory really can help a pitcher. So that's a great park factor shift for Brad Peacock today going to Oakland. Also, listen, the A's do not score a ton of runs. And the thing with Peacock, the only issue... People might think he's not going to go long. Remember, has had some spot starts in the past. But I think he might be getting built up and actually now earning a spot in that Astros rotation. He's also going up against Gossett. This guy is a gas can who has a 16 ERA. And look at the strikeouts for Peacock in his last couple of starts. In his last start, he only went four and two-thirds innings, but he struck out ten guys. 9Ks in 6 innings, 8Ks in 4 and 2 thirds, 8Ks in 4 and a third. This guy can miss bats, and I think he will do it. And if you listen to the lineup lock, remember they said that Astros lineup, it's not out yet, so it might go low-owned. I think Brad Peacock at 7,200 is a great way to go. If, however... You still need more information to try and win that cash. One thing you could do is get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package. It is your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, our trend analysis, and our player insights. And yo, become a waiver wizard. You can learn how to scan the numbers like a Roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week. And this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package 
package now, and you can start soaring to the top of the standings. Also, if you enter promo code free radio at checkout, you will get a special discount. All right, though, um, we're gonna, when we come back after the break in a couple of minutes, we're going to shift gears, and I'm going to give you my first of many uh, football team-by-team season previews. We're going to start off with the Los Angeles Rams. But before we do that, again, like I said on the Friday show, big shout-out to all the fathers out there. Happy Father's Day. I hope everybody had a good one. Big shout-out to Mommy Man, the OG Cabezon that I had to visit in the Bronx. We you know, watched some baseball, spent some Father's Day together. It was nice. But one thing that I want to mention real quick, you see how they do like the light blue bats? And the light blue uniforms on Father's Day, like they do the pink on Mother's Day. I thought it was very weird. They also made the stitching of the baseball light blue. And I, I would be interested to hear what pitchers and hitters thought about that. Because, you know, coming up, playing in college baseball, the way you recognize, like, the curveball or the slider is because you pick up the spin on the stitching of the baseball. That's the kind of eyesight you need to have to be a elite hitter in Major League Baseball. And I wonder if that threw people off at all, seeing just the light blue color. It's usually red, so you could pick it up. I really wonder if that had any kind of impact on hitters yesterday. You know how they have the batter's eye in the back of any ballpark? It is because you need to be able to pick out the baseball baseball say you know not from say like white t-shirts in the background so they have a solid color your eye is also trained to recognize the stitching like in an off-speed pitch you see a dot as opposed to say the circle of the seams on a fastball and I'm really interested to see if any hitters you know couldn't pick that up if you if you are a hitter in major league baseball and that's and you had a struggle yesterday call me now at 844-843-6879 and let me know but when we come back your boy speeds the spitting statistician first speed spotlight for the nfl season coming up los angeles rams it's your boy dane martinez speeds the spitting statistician come on right back on the fantasy freestyle here on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network We are back on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down with Donnie Burns, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. Joining the cypher here. Like I said, man, we have 32 teams to cover. I don't know if, if you guys are realizing this or not, but we're only like six or seven weeks out from preseason football and fantasy football really starting to heat up. So let me give you right now some news and notes that we had from the end of mini camps. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, wide receiver for the Panthers. Uh, this is kind of like a, you know, backwards compliment. They're saying that he is looking less fat than he did at the beginning uh, after the uh, you know off-season training program. Maybe he could be a draft value if he does slip. I will say this, though. I think the Carolina offense is going to look a lot different than it did last year with the additions of Curtis Samuel and, of course, Christian McCaffrey in the first round. We'll get into that a little bit later on. Second-year wide receiver Laquan Treadwell for the Minnesota Vikings. He has been listed and has been running as the number three wide receiver in Minnesota. Remember, they have Stefan, can you dig it? And Adam Thielen at locked in as the top two. But they are working Laquan Treadville as the three ahead of Michael Floyd. Remember, Michael Floyd got that, uh, you know, he says it's about kombucha that had alcohol in it. But I don't know. It looks like Treadwell is ahead of him on the depth chart. And 
In big-time wide receiver news also, the Tennessee Titans signed former New York Jet, former Denver Bronco, Eric Decker, to a one-year deal. Listen, they now have Eric Decker on one side. Remember, they drafted in the first round Corey Davis. They already have Delaney Walker at tight end. They have been exotic, smash-mouthing all over the place with Murray and Henry. Mariota, an up-and-coming quarterback. I have been on this team. When we preview the Titans, you're going to see a team that I think could contend not only for the playoffs, but for that division title. Also, as usual, we got some greatest shape of his life stories. Big Ben in Pittsburgh is saying that Martavis Bryant, quote unquote, looks like a stud. Former Chargers running back now with the Ravens, Danny Woodhead. They say, quote unquote, they have lost track of how many balls he caught and that he is going to be a big part of that passing game. And even in the red zone, that is not good news for Terrence West. But I tell you, it happened in San Diego. Also, they have no fear of using a guy like Danny Woodhead in the red zone and even on the goal line, Danny Woodhead will be a monster PPR back as usual. Also, um, they are now saying that Jared Goff out there in Los Angeles, quote unquote, learned much quicker than this year and that they've actually been able to actually install 95% of that new offense. Remember, first year head coach uh, Todd McVay going over there. But so that's just some news and notes. But the real truth is we hook you up here at Roto Experts because some guys are focusing on their upcoming draft later this summer. You, though, you know the first step to building a fantasy football champion is to be early with it and pick the squad at RotoExperts.com. Get that exclusive edge fantasy football package, okay? The, our lineup is sick. We got FSWA inaugural Hall of Famer and fantasy football writer of the year, Scott Angle. We have nationally acclaimed, that's right, nationally acclaimed and top ranker and my man, Jake Seeley. We got the 2015 and 16 FSWA award winners like Bobby McCann and Brandon Murchison. Also, our lineup is deep, yo. We got upside with cats like Frank Stamfel. You ain't even hear steps from your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. We bring you a draft package bursting with all pro analysis and in-season coverage that will guide you to title glory. So get the exclusive edge fantasy football package now at Roto Experts and when you enter promo code free radio, you get a discount at checkout. Alright, here's where we're going to go. We're going to go into the Los Angeles Rams right now. Remember, new head coach over there. I'm going to tell you, the way we're going to do this is we're going to go position by position, give you uh, you know, what, what I expect. Then we're going to talk about the team in terms of where they are in their division, their over-unders, things like that. Remember, we got a poll question up about the Rams. We'll check out their, we'll check out their poll results. And then we'll get Donnie Burns to give his take or two as well on the Los Angeles Rams. So I'm going to start off, listen, the quarterback we know, Jared Goff, the Rams are still searching. They, they're expecting Maybe he takes a step forward. I, uh, you know, for the guy who still doesn't know where the sun rises and sets, I am waiting on it. He will not be on any of my teams. This is the important thing, though, at running back. If you've been listening to me for now over a year, I have been saying that defenses will put 53 men in the box against Todd Gurley. There is now no reason. I don't care that they signed Robert Woods in the offseason. I don't care about Jared Goff, they think, taking a step forward. If you're a defense, you still are going to stack the box against Todd Gurley. I kind of feel bad for him, but this guy is a big-time fugazi for me this year. I, he will not be on any of my teams because he is just not going to get loose. I have a 
a diamond that you may not think coming out of that running back room a little bit later on. Wideouts, these guys are not going to be on my team either. I'm talking Robert Woods, Tavon Austin. These guys are wideout threes at best. They are not dynamic wideouts. They have a bad quarterback getting it to them. This is not a high-octane productive offense. I want no part of these guys. I would take the number two or three receiver on a higher-powered team. You know what I'm saying? Give me the number three receiver in Pittsburgh. Give me the number three receiver. Give me Willie Sneed in New Orleans over a guy like Austin or Woods who are going to be vying to be the number one guy in Los Angeles. I'm telling you, if you project, I'm looking at Mike Clay's even projections for a guy like Robert Woods who he thinks is going to be the number one wideout in Los Angeles with the Rams, and he's projecting 68 and 810 for Robert Woods. He's projecting 56 and 707 for Tavon Austin. Again, those are the Mike Clay projections. And like, I'd rather have Willie Sneed than that. I'd, like, I'm staying away from this offense. At tight end, if you are in a very deep league and you want a deep sleeper, my man Tyler Higby could be a very deep sleeper. But listen, if he got 45 and 500, I would be incredibly surprised and I would sign for that right now at Higby. Let me tell you, though, who my diamond in the rough for this team is. I'm talking about Lance Dunbar, okay? Lance Dunbar is going to be a passing, the pass catching back in this offense. Remember, when McVay was in Washington, he had the same system. Remember what Chris Thompson did, had that role in Washington? I think, especially in PPR leagues, Lance Dunbar is an interesting guy to have in the back end of your roster. He had games when he was with the Cowboys where he was a legit RB2 in passing in PPR leagues. And the, the Rams are going to be down in games all season long. So they're going to be taking Gurley off the field in favor of Lance Dunbar. He is my diamond in the rough. Another diamond could be Cooper Cup. Remember, he's their third wideout. This is a kid out of Division Two, big-time draft pick for them. In the NFC East, their only kind of saving grace is they get to play the 49ers twice this year. They also play the Seahawks pretty well. They have over the last few seasons. But problem is this division this year, they're playing the AFC South. That means they got to play Tennessee on the road. Um, and I like the Titans, as I mentioned to you. Their only saving grace is they open with Indianapolis. And remember, Andrew Luck is still unsure about his. So maybe in week one, Andrew Luck and the Colts aren't right. But Vegas says that the Rams over under is five and a half wins this year. I say for the Rams, take the under on that. I I actually think this team is going to finish in last place of the NFC West, even behind the San Francisco 49ers. Why? Because I think Brian Hoyer is at least a legitimate NFL quarterback for that team. And I think that they're trying to go in the right direction with Shanahan and Lynch. I think it's much better than Goff. I put the Rams at three or four wins. Put a gun to my head. I take the Rams going four and 12 and in last place. Speed says take the under on the Rams this year. Let me bring in my boy Donnie Burns, the low doctor here on the fantasy freestyle what's your take on the rams this year bro yeah this is a totally different look from the rams of last year they bring in the young coach sean McVay. um here's my thing they bring in robert woods they draft the young uh wide receiver cooper cup Cup, yep um i'm not as down on todd Gurley as you are i do really like lance dunbar um I will feel like teams will continue to stack the box because Todd Gurley is their most impressive their and option. most dynamic. You're um, going to see a lot option, of 20 yeah. carries for 67 yards and no catches and no touchdowns this year out of Todd Gurley. And the only thing is, I kind of spoke about this even last year. Um, you know, Sean McVay coming in, he needs to kind of 
deal with Tavon Austin. He has a lot of skill, but they don't use him the correct way. Sure. They got to make a lot of these plays, you know, they kind of render them as like a punt return or something that right. they Tavon got Austin rounds and stuff like that. Exactly. But they're not going to do that. And then and you thought, exactly. if they, if, it, listen, if they got a big wide out, a big X kind of wide out on the other side, and they had money to do that, to get some of these guys, not Robert but they Woods, wound up getting Robert Woods, the former USC guy, going back home. It's a nice story and all, but I don't think it creates the threat that Rams fans want. Okay, right now, though, Donnie, check this out. We got a poll question up, right, about the Rams. And 65% of you right now say that the Rams are a threat to pick in the top five next year. That means they are agreeing with me that they're going to win less than five games this year. 29% say purgatory or kind of like maybe a 500 team. 4% of you, though, say a playoff contender. And interestingly enough, with over 100 votes so far in just the last hour or so, 2% of you say you think the Rams are Super Bowl contenders. And I want to give a big shout-out to, obviously, Mama Mama Gurley, who's obviously listening tonight on Fantasy Freestyle. Or maybe it's McVay's wife that is clearly listening and voting that the Super Bowl contender are the Los Angeles Rams. That's the only way we're going to get votes that way, in my opinion. I say take the under on the Rams. Donnie Burns, where do you think they finish? I, I mean, I agree with the under. You can even go as far as saying the Rams might have got a little bit worse. Uh yeah. I believe Kenny Britt was is a better receiver yeah, he's, than he's, Robert Woods. Right, um, actually a threat that they had to think about. And Jared even Goff, more in the box. Jared Goff, like you said, doesn't know where the yeah, sun they're, rises. They're he doesn't even know how to, to read the playbook. So. Right, they're expecting him to take a step. I thought last Doubtful. year they were better with Case Keenum. I don't think it's going to happen, all right? But check it out. When we come back here, Donnie Burns, you and I both participated in a draft over the weekend. We're talking about the big three league, three on three. We're going to break down that draft. Big shout out to everybody who was in it. Donnie Burns, I hope you like your team because I love my team. We're going to break down that. We also have the beginning of the sports movie GOAT tournament, the greatest sports movie of all time. We got football movies and baseball movies battling on Twitter right now. Uh, We got two runaways we'll talk about so far. All that and more on the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm also going to touch on that Kovalev Ward fight that happened Saturday. You know what it is. We're about to put the fun in functional sports radio. It's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network and, of course, our sports byline affiliates around the country and to the servicemen and women listening on American Forces Radio. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Donnie Burns, so hot that he sweats steam on the ones and twos, giving you that Talib Kweli just to get by, just to get by. You know what it is, your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician holding you down. I teased it before we went to break. Donnie Burns and I were both, um, we were participating in a draft over the weekend. We are doing the inaugural Big Three Fantasy League. You know here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we have been talking about the big three we've been covering some of the smack talk we covered some of the combine we even gave you our rankings of the teams and who we thought would be really balling out in this league so first of all big shout out to our man craig ellenport out there from big three he got he got at us at the fantasy freestyle on the fantasy sports radio network and see we are doing the inaugural big three fantasy league it is a six-team league okay and what you got in it for those of you who listen to the fantasy sports radio network it is going to be some experts and some names 
that you are familiar with. It's six teams. Remember, one of them is Craig Allenport representing the big three, and then you're going to have five people that you know and love here from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You, of course, have your boy, Dane Martinez, Spees, the spitting statistician, holding it down, and quite frankly, everybody else is playing for second place because I'm going to be bringing it here in this league. You also got my man, the love doctor and the producer of the Fantasy Freestyle, our boy Donnie Burns has a team in this league, and the three other experts representing the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know him as the Fantasy Executive. You can hear him in the morning, every morning, and also on that Fantasy Football Frenzy show. It's my man, Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive. We also have my man, Chris Meany. He's holding it down all over on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. He'll be down in this league as well. And my man, Frank Stanfield, who you can hear on Fantasy Best Friends Forever. You could also hear him up next after here on this on uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Network tonight on Fantasy First Look, 8 to 10 p.m. right here. So the six of us, we had our draft over the weekend. And the way it works is we each uh, drafted three players, okay? And those are kind of like our anchor players, all right? And then Donnie Burns, I don't even know if you know about this. There's more to it. We've drafted our three rounds. Then this week and every week, we then submit another an addition to our roster of five free agents that went undrafted that make up, you have to pick one from every other team, and those will be the like DFS plays, meaning we can all have some of the same cats. So the three guys we drafted are kind of like our anchors, our captains, and then the rest we fill out as DFS lineups. So we had our draft. Your boy Dane Martinez was in the number two spot and in the first round I drafted who I believe and who many people believe will be the MVP of this league I know Donnie Burns you love the power so I took their captain Corey Maggette number two overall I think listen he is going to get buckets I think he is younger than some of the other captains and this is going to be a league where it's going to be about people who can get their own shot and Corey Maggette is going to be able to do that with your first pick though Don you took the captain of of the trilogy, you went for a little bit more of a banger. Donnie Burns, you went Al Harrington for your first round pick. Tell me why you went Al Harrington so early, repping the trilogy. Yeah, so I had the uh, sixth pick in this draft, yep. and Corey McGee, you know, as we hear on the show, I'm one of his biggest fans, so I wasn't able to get him. Yeah, you but, boys took him number two. Yeah, uh-huh. I felt, other than other than Corey McGee, Al Harrington would give him a run for his money. Okay. And uh, with my come-around pick, I thought both Al Harrington and Katino Mobley were great, you know, two guards to get their shots off, essentially, and I rounded it off with a bruiser. Yep. So uh, that was kind of my strategy in that realm. No um, doubt. Wish I could have got Corey McGee. So you but, went... You went Coutinho Mobley, so we're both loving the power here. I know we've been talking when we did our team-by-team team rankings. We thought the power were – we both thought that they were going to be one of the top teams in this league. Correct. When I had the comeback on my second pick, I went to the trilogy. So we're loving the power and the trilogy, Don, because I went with the trilogy. I went with Rashad McCants in my, with my second pick, okay? And we've talked about this when they had the combine and all this stuff. Rashad McCants was actually the first pick when the big three held their draft after the combine. So that means to me that he worked out well, that he was hungry, that he was with it. So that's why I went Rashad McCants. Also a same kind of player. A guy that can slash but still shoot from the outside. So I think he's going to be suited to this league as well. Then in the third round, okay, this is where, a Donnie Burns, this is where I put my money where my mouth was. You know what I'm saying. Because I I said on this air, here on the Fantasy Freestyle, 
that I thought this guy would lead the big three league in rebounding. And he is on the three-headed monsters, a team that I think is going to be kind of like the most flashiest kind of team in the league. You know, they got white chocolate. They got Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. They got Richard Lewis. They had somebody. They need somebody who's going to rebound for them. And I'm taking my man, former number one overall pick in my third round. I'm talking about Kwame Brown. And uh, Don, you went Reggie Evans in your third round, the guy from the Killer Threes. Now, uh, how do you feel about me actually selecting Kwame Brown? I don't feel good, Dane. I know, I know. But I, yo, I, I said I was going to put. Who else is going to rebound on that team? I just can't take Kwame Brown. You're As I see. said earlier, yep. I just don't. There's no way. You're going to see, man, on Sunday when it tips off at the Barclays and then they premiere next Monday night on FS1, this big three league. Um, you're going to see because remember, Donnie Burns, you and me, we're going to hope to be in the building at Barclays bringing y'all from Fantasy Freestyle everything you need to know about the big three tip off the inaugural games. Uh, you're going to see, man. You're going to see Kwame Brown doing work. Why'd you go with Reggie Evans in your uh, third spot? I feel like he's the best, you know, garbage time, you know, bruiser down low. Uh, that was kind of his job in the NBA. If, right. If on, that was his only job in the NBA. Um, and I already had two scores, so I right. felt that that was necessary at least. He's always kind of that hype guy to get his team going mm-hmm. with those garbage rebounds. So, um I mean, I wouldn't have taken Kwame anyway. If all right, he all right. So we shall see. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. My man is seven foot tall and seven feet don't age as bad as some of these other guys, okay? And I think he's younger also. I'm going with youth movement. But again, big shout out to Craig Ellison out there from the Big Three. We uh, also, Donnie Burns, you're aware of this. We, you got to pick five free agents from the teams. So what? You got someone on the trilogy, the power, and the killer threes. You have to pick someone from all the other teams, the Ball Hogs, Threes Company, you know, Tri-State, that did not go drafted. So some of the lower level players to fill out your team like a DFS roster and then Craig Allenport's going to be putting it all together for us so big shout out we'll see what happens big three starting next weekend I also as promised wanted to talk a little bit about that fight that took place on Saturday night in Vegas where we had Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalev remember this was a rematch of a controversial fight that happened over the fall I told you I thought Kovalev won the first fight and unfortunately there is no shortage of controversy in the rematch either. Okay, a lot of people had Kovalev winning on the card or at least a 3-3 after, say, six rounds. But then in the seventh round, there was a huge right hand from Andre Ward, which definitely hurt Kovalev and stunned him. But then Andre Ward, a lot of people are saying, hit him a lot of times under the belt with low blows. Ultimately, there was a stoppage, and Ward wins TKO in the eighth round. I thought there were low blows. There were some on replay that were clearly low, and I also thought that they could have maybe given him a standing A count. I don't like the stoppage. I think it was not a good stoppage by the ref, and all it does is continue the controversy. But the problem now for Kovalev is that no one's going to want to see a third match because, you know, they were both sort of controversial, but Ward won both of them. He stays undefeated and the champ at this weight class. So I think, unfortunately, for uh, Kovalev, he's going to have to go back to the line. He's still a top 10 pound-for-pound fighter in the world, but... um, this is not going to wind up being a trilogy like the Kenyon Martin and Al Harrington team or like the Golden State Warriors, Cleveland Cavaliers, NBA Finals. Now we know, though, the next big fight is 
going to be at the end of August on the tw- August 26th. Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. The line on that fight has stabilized. It's back to minus 750 for Floyd because now a lot of people are coming out and saying that it's not going to be a competitive boxing match the same way that I have been telling you here on the Fantasy Freestyle for weeks. I even heard Max Kellerman out there say that he does not think Conor McGregor will be able to land a single punch on Floyd Mayweather in this entire fight. I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but I do think Floyd will be able to do what he wants. I think until we're going to have to wait, unfortunately, all the way to September 16th until we see an actual good fight, and that'll be Triple G and Canelo Alvarez. But now it is time here, Donnie Burns, as we put the fun in functional sports radio here on the Fantasy Freestyle. We are kicking off the greatest sports movie of all time tournament. So if you are a listener to the Fantasy Freestyle, and thank you to everybody who subscribes to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, and also to everybody who uh, subscribes and downloads on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We did a record last month, over 90,000 downloads. I'm really excited about that. So hopefully you guys are listening. If you listen live you you can however vote on this tournament okay we are going to crown the greatest sports movie of all time thanks to everybody who always voted when we crowned the greatest tv show but this summer that's what we're going to do and we have a football movies region a baseball movies region a basketball movies region and we'll get the first matchup in that region tomorrow and then what we did was we kind of lumped up all the other uh, great sports movies whether they be boxing some hockey some race car driving some golf in another region okay and so we are getting started tonight with a first matchup it is in the football region where we have the number seven seed varsity blues going up against the number 10 seed the blind side now if you saw varsity blues um you know with Moxon, the quarterback billy bob the big offensive lineman with his pet pig uh, skeeter the wide receiver who was kind of a partier and obviously we'll never forget that whipped cream scene what i believe it was amy smart or uh you know one of the other girls in the movie that will obviously be seared into the memory of many uh, fans of that movie. That was one of your traditional high school football in Texas. It was a great movie, in my opinion. It's going up against the 10-seed blindside. You know, the story of Michael Orr, Sandra Bullock in it. So um, that is the first matchup. In the second matchup on the baseball, we have, quite frankly... What might be my favorite sports movie of all time? The three seed in the baseball movies region, Major League, Wild Thing, Ricky Vaughn, you know, Willie Mays Hayes, Joe Boo and Serrano going up against the 14 seed, The Scout. That was a movie where Brendan Fraser was riding the wave. He was in a, a different movie every like six months. He played a kind of like discovered pitcher. It was about the scout, but it was about, you know, discovering Brendan Fraser as a pitcher who ultimately struck out 27 batters in a big game for the Yankees on 81 pitchers and arrived to the stadium in helicopter i remember that one um donnie burns right now we have these polls up and we have some dominating matchups right now major league is up on the scout as the three seed 98 percent of the vote to two percent and with 100 votes in on the other one varsity blues and blindside it is varsity blues out to a big lead with 69 percent of the vote don do you feel strongly about any of these candidates well i Considering I casted my vote for Blindside, that's actually one of my favorite movies. Really? I'm surprised it's actually doing so bad. It is losing yeah. handily. It's only 31% of the vote now for Blindside. Why do you like Blindside so much, I don't much, know. Donnie? That was just one of those sports movies where, you know, I remember you asking us, like, ideas for sports movies. Yeah. And that was the first one that came to mind. Uh, just very, 
you know, very touching. I really liked it a lot. So. All right. Well, it might be one and done in this tournament for the Michael Orr story, the blind side. Donnie Burns, I think it's going to be interesting across the summer because I like what the TV shows. I have some movies that are very, very new, you know, and some that go all the way back, you know, to like the 40s and 50s and 60s when movies were not even in color. Um, so it's going to be interesting to get your kind of response here as the millennial love doctor. You know, my some of my favorite movies might have been more in the 80s and 90s. Some of your favorite movies might have been in the aughts, the millennial that you are. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see. But right now it looks like Major League is going to move on in the baseball category. And it looks like Varsity Blues will move on in the football category. Tomorrow we'll have matchups from basketball and we'll also have face-offs of other sports as we look to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. And like I said, right now still, I want to know who the 2% of you are who say that the Rams are a Super Bowl contender. And I also want to know, are you related to uh, you know, a member of the Rams or Mr. McVay himself? When we come back, though, here... On the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode. We're going to go around the league in Major League Baseball. We do have a team jumping out to a early lead. And also, we're going to find out what these guys are doing on Fantasy First Look, which is up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Your boy Dane Martinez will take you on home on a Monday night here on the Fantasy Freestyle Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Just got a comment in my inbox here about that Floyd Mayweather fight. A lot of people saying, including Sweet Lee out there, saying that uh, they don't want to see Mayweather just run all night. He should be a man and stand up and try to fight Conor McGregor toe-to-toe, saying it is not a track and field match. It is a boxing match. You know that's not going to happen. Floyd Mayweather is going to be defensive. And, I, you know, people are going to pay for it, but it's not going to happen. Floyd is going to continue to do what he does and be that defensive fighter, even though most people don't like seeing it stylistically. Around the league here in Major League Baseball, in the top of the second, the Pirates and Brewers are scoreless. Reds and Rays scoreless in the bottom of the third in Tampa. The game that was delayed to start in Baltimore has gone gotten started. It is scoreless in the top of the second between the Indians and Orioles. However, the game in Atlanta has been delayed at the start. They still have not started. And uh, the Nationals are all over Nicolino and the Marlins. They are up 4 nothing already in the top of the third. Bryce Harper with his 18th home run of the season. Anthony Rendon also chipping in with his 13th home run of the season. As usual here, I want to give a shout out to our Sports Byline affiliates. We previewed the Rams today, so I want to give a special shout out out there if you're listening on 1330 AM in Los Angeles, KLAA. Your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, unfortunately thinks you need to bet the under on your Los Angeles Rams. Like I said, we also got this movie brackets going. 98% of you right now have major league to advance in the uh, baseball region, and 68% of you have varsity blues advancing in the football region, taking out Donnie Burns' pick, the 
the blind side, which was the 10 seed. We shall see. You can still get out there right now at FNTSY Radio on Twitter or, as always, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter for all your fun and functional sports radio needs. Like I said, up next here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, it's Fantasy First Look with my guys Mikey Florio, Frankie Stanfill, also in the Big 3 Fantasy League, and the Fantasy Jesus, Joe Galena. I'll be back tomorrow here on Fantasy Freestyle. We'll be talking about what's going down. Also, we'll be previewing another team from the NFC West to see. Uh, and remember, right now, I still say, if you are the 2% that say the Rams are a Super Bowl contender, I want you to call in tomorrow and prove your case, all right? Or just tell me you're actually Todd Gurley's mom. This is me, Speeds, the spitting statistician, Fantasy Freestyle. I'm out. Peace.